Welcome. You've splash landed into this Prosecco-laden podcast, straight into the woo-woo pool with the crew of OMG. We're just a simple group of tragically imperfect and highly empathic BFFs, exploring a wide range of atypical topics with humor, grace, and curiosity. This is OMG. everyone and welcome back. We are the crew from OMG, the podcast. We're so glad to have you with us again. Right now, we are just itching to talk to you about a very sensitive topic and we're going to be, well, we're going to have as much decorum as possible about it. The title is The Shit I've Seen. (laughs) And let me tell you, we have seen some merit, if you know what I mean. (laughs) I'm going to start this off because it has a lot to do with how I met Brenda Sue. I was a client of hers when she was a massage therapist. I was brand new to the Piedmont Triad, where we're coming to you live from. And I had already visited a really good medium who told me some stuff about this house that I was living in. You see, we had a being there. And I'm going to affectionately refer to him as the Colonel. The Colonel had some idiosyncrasies. He loved our animals. He was fine with me, but he had a real problem with my roommate. And we're talking torturous dreams. We are talking feeling uncomfortable in the house. And I was like, what, what? But I knew he was there. At some point on our website, the OMG website in the future, I'm going to post a picture that I actually got, this ethereal cool picture of the Colonel. Anyway, so this medium I saw told me about this man who was very tied to the land that our house was built on. He was a farmer, so he liked the animals, but he didn't like certain activities and things that were going on in the house. We were a bit too modern for him. So this medium had a lot to say. I am one of those people when I go for a massage, I just lay down like a cadaver, film a movie in my own head, and I am out like a slab of beef. Same girl. Uh, Really? (laughs) For some reason with Brenda Sue, I got kind of chatty. She's a Gemini. She evokes that in me. I don't know. But I got kind of chatty. And once I realized that she was kind of cool, I started telling her about the Colonel. She immediately started saying things that this other medium had said to me already. She could not have possibly known. I invited her over for lunch. She showed up with a wonderful housewarming gift, wine and flowers, because you know me. (laughs) And she walked exactly back to the room where the colonel lived and kind of had his station and told me all about him. We walked through the house. He followed us. She described him down to this handlebar mustache. Mm -hmm. These days we might call it a porn stash. But anyway... (laughs) This is kind of how Brenda Sue and I solidified our friendship, but there will be more on the Colonel later, but that's just part of the shit I've seen as an empath in my life. And now I'm going to let Brenda Sue take it away with some stuff she's seen. Oh, hunty, I have seen some stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I started seeing the spirit whenever I was a kid, and I had one particularly terrifying for me as an 11 year old child event where I was, y'all, I was scared of the dark. I don't know what kid who's empathic is not scared of the dark, Mm -hmm. but my parents didn't believe in that stuff. So I, um, 
I would sleep on my parents' floor. Yeah, I'm sure they love that. And one night I was sleeping and I always sleep with a pillow between my legs in the fetal position. It's my, it's my go-to. And I woke you up. You can jump up and fight. You know, you <laughs> right. it's good for the lumbar. Exactly. <laughs> so I woke up because the pillow was moving. And whenever I looked up, it was like this big, giant black figure was moving towards me. And the pillow was literally moving between my legs. It was physically moving it. I was terrified. And I threw my covers over my head and I was like, please, dear God, take this away. Please, Jesus, make it go away. Please, please, please. And I didn't speak about it until I was 17 years old because wow. it scared me so bad. So that was kind of like my, I mean, I'd had experiences before, but that scared me and shut down my abilities, I believe. It's a lot to hold in as a child. Yeah. Definitely. So everything was kind of suppressed for quite a few years. And then we moved to this house that was a portal apparently and spirits were coming in and out and we would hear noises. And I, one morning I was making breakfast for the, my one child who was in the house still. And I heard somebody saying, mommy, mommy, mommy. And I walk out and I look down the hallway and she comes out and she looks at me and I'm like, did you call me? And she was like, no, who was that? And it was like really, really weird. And in that house, so much stuff happened. I was out gardening one day and I was underneath this beautiful crepe myrtle tree. And we had these two trees in front of the house. And I called them the fairy trees because they had little, we would take pictures out there and there'd be little orbs all in the tree, like hundreds of them. Love that. It was so amazing. It was like, Fairyland living out there. After we got all the bad stuff gone, it was so magical. I miss that house for sure. But what was I saying? The fairy trees. The fairy oh, trees. yeah. Was that underneath the fairy trees, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> the fairy just I, came in and wiped out right. the memory. She said, girl, tell this shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, something kept tickling the back of my neck, and I'm down weeding, you know, taking the weeds out from underneath the tree in the little flower bed. And I was brushing it away because it kept like tickling the back of my neck. And finally, I looked up into the tree and there was this huge orb that was like this bare round. Wow. <laughs> it was like, you know, 24 inches around. It was huge. And I thought, is that a spider web? So, you know, I'm looking at all the different <laughs> angles and it was there and then it was gone. And then I went to bed one night. And I felt something behind me. And so I turned around and looked and it was the same orb, orb but mm. it was, it was cylinder shaped from the floor to the ceiling, hmm. but it had colors. It had blue and pink and purple and it was, but you could see through it. And I really felt like it was angelic because I felt a lot of angelic protection out there at that, that particular piece of property. Right. So. For those of us who are not clairvoyant, this is this is Chandra, and I, I don't really see a lot of spirit or, mm. or energy. So really, it's it's the vibration of what you experience that kind of gives you some kind of intuitive hit of of what you are seeing. Like like you could tell that it was a human, a spirit that had had a human existence when absolutely when you were seeing the the whatever you saw that led you to believe that this is the Colonel. Absolutely, right? and you said that you could. It felt very elemental and very um, of nature. Right. So that's why you called it fairy or whatever. And then right. this felt very angelic. So it's more the 
the experience of the energy that you that you see rather than what you're seeing that kind of clues you in as right. to mm-hmm. what the and and sometimes you see physically with your eyes like your physical eyes and sometimes you see in your intuitive vision mm-hmm. your mind's eye right mm-hmm. which yes. is the same thing but whenever yeah. you get that physical you know sight and you see the thing it's like wow that's some cool shit right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. For for those out there who are, are part of the spiritual community that do have intuition, who who don't have those experiences, like there's there's nothing wrong with no. you. You just have no. a different language. Absolutely. And for all of us, clairvoyance or, or seeing spirit is not is not the language, and it's it's not the language for me. I but do, but I, also the majority of what I see is not physically seeing it it's in it's in the mind, my intuitive mind right so, or the third eye even right yeah. so learning how to trust that right that yeah. you know i'm not just making this up in my head i'm actually seeing this this is sight you know, right and when i say that i see i don't it's it's not as it's not a even a flash or a intuitive vision <laughs> i say the word see only because that's really the only way to describe it but it's more yeah. of an impression Yes. It's like it's like a flash of of something, but I just know. I just know that what I just saw was this. Like you like sense it. Like I get a flash that's not really anything in particular, but I just know that that was a butterfly. Or I just know that that mm-hmm. was, you know, what whatever the thing was. So, you know, if if you haven't seen any shit, don't think there's anything wrong with you. Don't think that you're not intuitive if you're right. if you're part of this community because you probably are. It's just not your a different language. You're just, you're just, you're just get it. Like, like you were hearing the, so that's clear audience mm-hmm. versus, yeah. you know, versus, so you have to kind of tune in to the way that you connect with spirit personally. Yeah. There's so many different ways. There's and I'm so glad y'all brought that up because we've already agreed that on a future episode, we're going to talk about the Claire's, mm-hmm. Claire sentience, Claire audience, Claire cognizance. Yeah. So please Stay tuned for that because it's going to be a deep conversation. But the shit you see is so cool. Absolutely. Well, the other thing, just to pop in here, this is Alexandra. If you're interested in before that episode of of the Claire's comes out, Mm -hmm. you want to kind of get to know yourself and your intuition. Something I've been doing recently is I think I took a really warm bath, put some Epsom salts in it, lit a candle, had some like calming a chakra healing music going on or just something. And I reached out to my guides and I said, Hey, you know, I'm kind of in this meditative state. If you want to send me images or anything, you know, go ahead. And in my eyes, I had my eyes closed and I would see starts of things. I would see like a horse, a person riding a horse. And I would just say that either in my mind or in my head. And I said, thank you for sending me this. I, you know, who knows if they were actually sending me that it could have been a giraffe, but I was just like, you know what? At some point, you got to stop questioning yourself mm-hmm. and just start, even if it sounds batshit crazy. Absolutely. So, you know, I saw a flying yellow banana. Right. I saw that two days right. ago. Don't Chickens on roller skates. Don't write it off. It means something. Right. right. And sometimes it will not be clear in the moment or even two days later. It could be three months down the line. Um, yes. So don't write yourself off or write the spirit world off if you're interested in this. Just. Trust yourself. And every time you doubt it, just say, nope, sorry, thank you for that, but I trust myself. Right. And, and this is Chandra. And what I will say is we attract spirit, especially in our guides, that are of a similar vibration to us. So yes. if, if you happen to be um, someone who's a little snarky or someone that has like a, 
a little bit of a, of a dry sense of humor, you're going to attract guides who are the same way. Thank goodness. Yes. I love those guys. Doesn't it not make life such a hoot? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but in, in trusting those things and in saying, I saw a flying banana, if, if we're right, literally, if you're attracting those kind of guides, they may be giving you that just to see if like, I'm just, I'm just going to mess with her a little bit. Is she going to believe me? Like a teaser, gonna... a yeah. movie trailer. Yes, yeah, so they they are trying to lighten your vibration and and help you evolve. So they're going to do these things to like bring to like make you laugh, bring you joy. Let it be funny. Let it be light because that that's what it is about. So sometimes we try to make it so serious. Like I'm trying to connect. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get the message. When they're just wanting you to see a flying banana, mm-hmm. they really that's really all they want you to do in this moment is for you to see a flying banana and giggle about it. Mm-hmm. So, and I have a real issue with uh, thinking, and I'm like, oh, did I really see the banana? Okay, what does it mean? Sometimes it's just like, okay, I saw a flying banana. Thank you. And just let it go. Kind of let it pass through you. Let right. it come in and go. Right. And um, which I'm saying this because I have an issue doing it. So I heard somewhere that you teach what you need to learn. So for anyone out there who's struggling with that, I get it. If you want to reach out, give me a shout. I'm happy to talk about it. But yeah, just trust yourself and let it come through. Just let it pass through you and don't resist it so much. And I think that helps. And I'm so glad you brought up guides too, because again, forthcoming episode, we are going to delve really into the deep end about spirit guides. We have a lot to say and we've learned a lot. Yeah. So, so as just, just to share an experience of, of course, I've, I've already shared that I don't, I don't really see spirit, but the way that my guides communicate to me is through through a knowing and through like external sources. So I had a business trip, BC, before COVID, obviously. <laughs> and um, it was the first time I was going to have to travel for my company by myself. Mm. And an introverted or an extroverted introvert, like I would rather, I'd rather be at home in my room, reading a book, taking a bath than having to network. Like networking is is so uncomfortable for yep. me. But in, in having to do this alone, I knew that I was going to have to be the one to initiate conversations and, and insert. Small talk. Small talk. Ooh, the worst, the y'all. Worst. I know you know. You know. For the empath. Oh, it's just like, could you just turn the knife? Anyway? Yeah. And so I had asked for a spirit guide. I'm like, I, I, this is what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to do it for the company. I'd like to attract a social spirit guide or a networking guide to help me through, you know, through this three day ordeal for lack of a better word. Right. So I, again, I don't really see spirit. I don't, I don't feel a lot of energy. So I just trusted, I put it out there and as Claire Cognizant just trusted that I'm going to attract the spirit guide and they're going to help me through this. So mm-hmm. y'all, I get into the car to head to the airport. I turn the car on, I back out of the, out of the garage and the song changes on the radio and it's, Creep by Radiohead. I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. What, what the hell am I doing, doing here? here? I, don't, I don't belong here. And I'm like, okay, Radiohead, I see you. I hear you. Like, okay. <laughs> I damn you. I damn, damn you. you. <laughs> funny. Funny. Thank you. I've got this. But but I mean, that's how spirit communicates to me. Like that was, yes. that was definitely a goosebump. Goosebump. I could feel the energy yeah. in the car kind of like I, I just knew that was a message for me, even though it was just a stupid song on the radio. Right. 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 No, right. it gels. It gels. Yeah. It does. Erin, yeah. what do you think? Well, I'm glad you asked. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there, I'm no, you're not. Right. right. No. So I also really 
see, I don't think I'm clairvoyant necessarily, but it's also like, what are labels? It's the 21st century, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. But I think that <laughs> I see, quote unquote, a lot more with my third eye or mm-hmm. with my intuitive eye, right? Yes. So I don't mm-hmm. see like physically, like in front of the microphone right now, I don't see, you know, orbs or whatever. If there were something here that people were sensing, but I could feel it, if that makes sense. And so most of the time, Brenda, because we, I feel like we have like past life connection. I feel like we talked about this before. Y'all following each other through lifetimes. Go ahead. We do, And I feel like we, like you have always given me like, um, like my older sister energy. Like I've always wanted an older sister or a sister. So in in my family, I have two younger brothers and then two even younger (laughs) stepbrothers. So it's all testosterone. Bless my dad and stepmom and, and my mom. But so I've always felt that with Brenda. Like I've always felt this protective energy, whatever. And so being around her, like when we've done like spirit circles, I have seen some shit as oh, the yeah. episode, let you know, through my like intuitive eye or my third mm-hmm. eye. And at first I was like, no, like one of my first spirit circles, I'll never forget to my left. And if you've done a spirit circle, you know what I'm talking about. If not, highly recommend. But I was sitting there with guidance, with guidance. With guidance. Yes. Oh, yes. oh my goodness. Always with and care. protection. Yes. So I was sitting there and this was at um, Brenda's massage office and we were all there together. Friend of the pod, Cecilia <laughs> was there as well. And um, for those of you who don't know, I am kind of terrified by snakes, but mm. also every mm-hmm. like sort of quiz. Me too. Okay. Because yes. we, we had our first spirit circle together. We did. That yes, was yes, it. Yes. Okay. So I was like, Alexander are you about to talk about a snake? Yes. Yes. Okay. So see, feel it right now. And so any like quiz or like sort of like personality thing I've taken every time, like, I know this is like a problematic thing to say, like of your like spirit animal, whatever, but it's always said mine is a snake. And so I'm like, and you're kind of like, myself. please like, don't let it be so. Right, exactly. Like, <laughs> yes. Why we gotta do this, y'all? What you fear will teach you. Exactly. Right. Snakes right. Yep. are good. They're the, symbols of transformation, right. shedding yeah. your skin. If you think right. of the herbaros, you know, eating its own tail, right, cyclical. Right. right. So we were sitting there, and I like all of our eyes were closed. It was completely dark where we were in the spirit circle, and I felt the presence of this huge snake. I just crawling. got goosebumps because I don't like snakes. Did you really? I see. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, Rona's. knows. Mm. And it was going up near, right to the left of my knee. It was crawling up this stool and up the wall. And I thought, okay. <laughs> you know? So I sat there quietly and I thought, let the snake be. It's chilling. I'm chilling. We're vibing. And Brenda goes, again, just to paint a picture at home, lights are off. It is it's pitch, pitch black, dark. Right? Dark. Everyone's here. If it, Y'all correct me if I'm wrong. Pitch black. All of our eyes are closed, and Brenda goes, Erin, is there an animal to your left? <laughs> you go, shit. Girl. She said, I feel like someone's, like, moving or crawling up the wall. I said, oh, it's slithering, right? <laughs> it's a snake. I feel it, da, 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 right? And so I was like, okay. And mm-hmm. so I've seen things through that, like, especially in spirit circles or, like, near Brenda. There are things that I feel like I saw as a kid or, like, understood as a kid that, like, I would try to mention and, and you know, my mom or, or dad or people were like, no, no, no like, what? No, like, shut that's it insane. down. Right. And, um. It's your imagination. Right. And so there are two very quick stories that I want to share. The first was one in high school and I was with um, my friend and her family and a couple of our other friends. We went to, um, stay in a house in Holden Beach in North Carolina and, 
there were all these different, very weird things that kept happening throughout the week when we were there. Mm -hmm. And all of us had experienced individual things in the house, but didn't share with each other. Right. Because again, Mm -hmm. it's this thing of like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I'm just being silly. It's a new house. I'm I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. I don't belong here. Right. (laughs) Right. Or there's got to be a logical explanation that I just don't know yet because this is not, this is not a place that is, that is, well known to me, right? Exactly. I am not right. special. I'm not special, right? I'm not special. And so we were sitting there and one night, the like second or third night we were there, we were there for like a full week. My friend and I were sitting in the bed and we were talking and our other friend and her boyfriend were sitting on the bed across from us. And we we're all just chatting, whatever. And we started talking about this spirit that lived in the house of the friend across from the bed, right? We knew his name. There had been a photograph of him. Did you just feel he something? had explained why... Lord, y'all don't talk about spirits because they'll come see you. Well, mm. don't come see me, Aladdin. Oh, that's his name. This is so, a podcast spirit. Just a podcast spirit, right, right. So we were talking about this spirit. We're like, that's crazy, da, 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 right? And the three of them had been there the night he presented himself, but I wasn't there. You know, because I don't mess with the Ouija boards, you know what I'm saying? And teach their own, teach their own, and that ain't me, mm. right? So they did. So we were sitting there, and we had a candle lit, like just randomly in the room, right? It goes... <laughs> And that, that's my sound Ooh. effect. That's the flame <laughs> rising very high oh, in the yeah. air. Like, get your eyebrows. Like, get your, I mean, oh, high, thin. right? Like, at least two to three feet off from the candle, wow. right? And then it goes out. And I said, and we were sitting in pitch black. And I said, oh, no, <laughs> the devil is alive. Yeah. Right? I was like, singing it like I was my night before. Yeah, because devil I would have right? Oh, yes. Yeah, I would have been screaming. So yeah. then our friend that was there, that lives in the house, the spirit lives, right? She said, y'all, let me take Aaron's digital camera. This was 2008. Throw it back. She said, let me take Aaron's digital camera and let's take some pictures in the room. And so I thought, oh no, you know, like I want to go, I wanted to camp out on the beach at this point. Like I was done. Right. She takes photos, which we plug into the laptop later. There were huge orbs yeah. in the room with us. Like Ooh, just tons of them. Right? And so there's a photo still that I have this day somewhere on my computer of me and my friend Kendall. And we both have the blanket over us. And we're just like, and there are these orbs all above our head. Oh. And so we're like, okay. So then the next night, at the same trip, same beach house, whatever, our friend who the spirit lives in her home, she could not find her cell phone. And so we had been like out at the beach that day. We'd been go-karting, went to dinner, whatever. We're like, girl, you probably lost your phone, whatever. So one of us called her phone and someone answered it. And so my friend was like, hey, like, I think you have my friend's phone, like, da da da, right? And then you just hear heavy breathing and they hang up. And she's <gasps> like, okay, probably some kid got it. Like, you know, there's no telling. Like, you just need to cancel your phone plan, whatever. <laughs> before find my phone. We Before find my phone. Yes, <laughs> right. very much before 2008, right? So we go upstairs later to go to bed. Her phone is sitting on our bed, mm. closed, because it's a flip phone era, right? <laughs> she picks up the phone, goes under. Missed calls. Nothing's there. It was under received calls. <gasps> Someone had answered the phone in Chandra the house. Chandra would have right? been packing her stuff. Oh, girl. And headed to the car. Right. So my girl, Linda, Kendall's mom. Kendall's mom. Hey, Linda, girl, if you're listening. <laughs> Linda, that same night, had woken up in the middle of the night. And she um, had woken up and went to the, the bathroom. She had to pee. You know, who among us, right? She had to pee. And all of a sudden, as she's crossing the mirror, she said this tall black figure crossed with her. And she thought to herself, Linda, you crazy. And went to the bathroom, right? So the next morning, we're like, hey, like this happened. And Linda's like, 
no, this happened. And we're like, no, but this happened. And Linda's like, we need to go home. We ended the trip <laughs> shortly, but sorry, that was, that was one of those instances where you're like long story short. And then you tell the whole damn story. That was that. But this is a very short story that happened a few weeks ago. And I text everyone about it. There is a need for a part two to this shit I've seen oh, yeah. podcast. Very much. Oh, yeah. a, and need, three and four. a need. A grave need. So a few weeks ago, my husband and I, we have three dogs, our little babies. And we sometimes on the weekends, um, if we're off work, we both are middle school teachers, so we're exhausted. And um, sometimes we'll say, let's have a sleepover. And what that means is we'll stay on our sectional with the dogs. And so we can cuddle with them and like sleep with them. We like Aww. have a little sleepover, have the TV, music, whatever, right? So... Uh, it's cute in theory, but you wake up with scoliosis in the morning. You're like, God, what was I thinking? You know, disturb them. No, 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 you know, or your little. dog's pushing you off the bed, and she's exactly. like, "Get out of the way!" Right? She's a pit bull. She's yes. like, you know. So uh, the, he and I were on opposite ends of the L of the sectional, and I had a dog, and he had two, and. We had fallen asleep or whatever, right? Maybe we had a little bit to drink. Let's head a potato, tomato, tomato, you know? I know. <gasps> Clutch the pearls in my Christian home. Anyways, so we had had a drink before we had went to sleep. And I, in the middle of the night, heard him. Like, I was facing out towards, and the way that our, our house is set up is it's the living room that leads into the dining room, leads into the kitchen. Like, it's all very, like, open and kind of hallway-esque, right? So, I heard him say... Aaron, which first of all, creepy. Second of all, he never calls me Aaron. I never call him Christian. Like it's always like Suge or Bebe or like silly little like, you know, cutesy names, yeah. right? So he was like, because we in love, right? We've been about six years, been together about <laughs> over nine. So anyways, we, so he said, Aaron, like in, in, in what I heard was him, right? And I'm like, okay, what? And so I wake up and I see him, my husband, and exactly what he was wearing when we went to sleep, the same sweatpants, same t-shirt, same socks, whatever, walking away from me through the living room and the dining room into the kitchen. Mm. And I wake up and I think oh like, okay, he's going to turn the light on and get something like water or something or whatever. And I look for a moment and I see him in the kitchen and no light turns on. So I look over immediately to the couch and he's lying there asleep. Astral never, projection, another podcast. Yes. So, so, so I thought that was a wake up and astral projection. When I mentioned him, because the next morning he was like, girl, I move off the couch. Like, if you know I've been asleep. Like, I didn't go anywhere. But so that, that was your first go-to thought was that he was astral traveling and you were just seeing it. Well, what's wild, that was my first thought. And when I mentioned it to him in the morning, he said, oh, we were astral projecting. Like, okay. he, and, and he's like diet woo. Like, he knows about it. He's into it. Woo light. Woo light. Woo right? light. And so he was like, oh, we must have been astral projecting. Like, you, that's probably okay. what happened. And just if you were going to bring some doppelganger mess up in here, mm-hmm. we're going to have to cut it short because. No. no. Nope. Is there enough sage for this podcast, that's Chandra? Right. There's right. not. I don't know that there is. Right. So, um, so yeah, let's this is Rosalie, story, Rosalie here. So, uh, segueing on Aaron's story of astral projection, two weeks ago, bring it. I was fast asleep and I hear my son's voice, Mom. Mom. And I'm like, I sit up in bed and I'm like, what? And I look around. I open the door. He's not there. I tiptoe down the hallway, crack open his bedroom door, and he is out cold. Mm. Wow. But I heard his voice clear as day standing at the side of my bed. Mom. Mom. And I was like, 
right there, right? Like, it's right like there. your uterus like, went twang. Like, yeah. that's like kids, what's wrong? Something's right. happening with the kids. But, um, but was that, was that your first thought is that he was, yeah, seriously astral, thought astral traveling well, I, or in I didn't, but I mean, after you realized that, after I realized that he's fast asleep and then I'm like, so were you like, you know, and then when he woke up, I was like, were you like sleepwalking, talking in your sleep? What? And he's like, no, it's just fast asleep. And then I had a discussion with Brenda later on that day. And she says, honey, you were astral traveling. Yep. Together. Yeah. And uh, stay so, tuned for future episodes. because yep. We're going to dive right into this shit I've seen. Yeah. But share one story, at least, Rosalie, before we take it out. So. I have a lot of phobias with closed places. I had an appointment with a therapist named Ellie and she does hypnotherapy. And she will be a guest on a future episode. Yes. No and she is absolutely, absolutely fabulous. So she took me into the hypnotherapy and I have these phobias of drowning, being buried alive. I, I hate elevators I hate heights and snakes. airplanes and snakes. We didn't get into the snakes. The snakes well, didn't happen. All I don't even think we had this discussion before. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but every single one of those is my biggest feat with the addition of rats. Girl. But every single one of I've never walked ride an elevator. I walk the damn stairs. Oh, yep. I have never in my 28, almost 29 years, flown in a plane before. Still. Yeah. Wow. Still. Oh, I do not mess with snakes. Okay. I'm terrified of drowning in burial. So, yeah. yes. Okay, so, so we covered other past We're going to grow you. Yes. yes. We're yes. so, we going to grow me. You need yeah. to see Ellie. You need yeah, to see I Ellie. Do, I really do. So, I've never been hypnotized and never done hypnotherapy before. I'm familiar with it. Mm-hmm. And this is over a Zoom call, people. And it was amazing. So I was went in with an open mind. And she said, you know, she just took me through, you know, like kind of like a guided meditation. And she says, we're going to go to a place where your initial trauma happened. Mm. And and I was like, ooh, okay. So I just, I was going there with her. And and the first place I landed was a, she says, just look look around, see what you see. And I said, I can't see anything. And um, she says, what do you... Okay, she says, uh, if you can't see it, she says, what are you feeling? Mm. I said, cold, dark, damp. And she says, okay, she says, go with that. She just kept guiding me slowly, guiding me slowly. And one of my, I the way I receive energy, I haven't said this to anybody, but I receive energy in a really strange way. Um, but hey, everybody receives it differently. Yes. So my tell is I sway, yep. rock back and forth. Somehow. So I did tell her this before we went into this hypnosis. And I said, if you see me moving back and forth, because she was afraid I would fall out of my chair. And I said, I don't want to lay down. But she's, I said, if you see me moving, this is how I receive energy. She says, thank you for telling me. Row leans with it and rocks with it. (laughs) Exactly. So anyway, I'm, I'm in this place and she says, well, let's explore this place. And I said, no. And it was really strange because it was like my voice but it wasn't oh, my voice. Oh yeah. But it was, and and I would answer her in just like one sentence, very short sentences, and it was just like I said no immediately. And she said, "Are you safe in this place?" I said, "No, mm. no danger, danger, no." You gotta go there. She says, "Let's go." She says, "Let's leave this place." She said, well, "For now, we'll leave this place and we'll go somewhere else." She says, "Take a step back. Let's take a deep breath." She says, how do you feel now? And I'm like, 
I said, if I look to my left, it's dark. If I look to my, I'm sorry, if I look to my right, it's dark. If I look to my left, I see orange and yellow. Hmm. And she says, okay, let's explore this. And she says, I said, I can't see anything, but I said, I feel, I said, I feel, I said, there's lots of people here and they're very angry. Mm. And I'm, and she says, okay. And, and she says, if you look to the left, what do you see? I said, I see orange and I see yellow. And I said, fire, fire. Were you a sacrifice? I was. That's what it sounds like. So um, apparently I told her, I said, I can't move. My hands are tied. My feet are tied. I can't move. And I said, these people are very angry and they're yelling and screaming. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm the, I'm on fire. I'm the girl on fire. I'm, I said, I'm in pain. I said, she's in pain. She's in pain. She's in pain. And I just burst into tears. My eyes are closed and I am just like, I felt I wanted to curl up into a cocoon. I said, pain, 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 pain. And, and so she's like, okay, let's just step back. And, and so apparently I was in a past life accused of being a witch and burned for it. Mm-hmm. So she helped me release this and send love to my former self. Good. Um, and she went through all kinds of things and we released all kinds of things. And under hypnosis, I was doing all these hand motions and she says she needs a crystal, give her a crystal. And during this <laughs> whole hypnosis thing, she says, give her, she needs clear quartz. So hand her clear quartz. So I grab my neck and it's actually the, piece I'm wearing right now. And I went to hand it to her and she says she needs that for her healing. And so after the whole hypnosis thing was over, I told Ellie, I said, did you see that? I said, I was handing her and it was really strange because I was able to respond to her, but I really wasn't there, but I was this other person and it was just bizarre experience. It wasn't scary, but I held up the necklace for her to see on the zoom call. She's like, she says, oh, my God, I just got goosebumps all over. She says, I had no idea you were wearing a clear quartz crystal. Mm-hmm. And so that was all part of the healing thing. So, but apparently I did all these. That's the thing. And, and to me, and hearing you tell that. Yeah. I'm seeing your guides. Yeah. Gravitating you to that necklace, to wear Absolutely. that necklace. Because they knew this was going you to be the thing that happened. Then I needed need it. And then yeah. I needed it. So. That's some deep, intense stuff. It was And I'm really, so glad you did that. And me too. You guys, that is Ellie McFalls, and she will join us on a future podcast. Yes, thank yes. you, Ellie. So that is just wonders. a small taste of oh, yes. the shit that we've seen. Yes. And there will be part two, part three, part four. Because we've seen some six, shit. Seven, eight, nine, ten. I think this might be a mini-series within our... Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think we should make this be. like an ongoing, like quarterly kind of, of topic because... Yeah. There might be shit we see next week, right? Well, like, <laughs> we got to update y'all. But truly, I mean, thank, thanks to everyone for being vulnerable and for sharing yes. this stuff because it's important. I think people don't feel so alone out there. And if you guys want to share your stories, yes. you know, leave us a Please. comment. You Please. Know, drop us a line. We'd love to know. And if you we feel comfortable. Know about, we want to know about the shit you've seen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because you are be, a part of this community, too. We will be um, adding our our Facebook group mm-hmm. link and our Instagram uh, link as well in the comments and the description of this podcast so that you can share some of the stuff that you've seen. And that's why we wanted to go here with you is because if you don't have people to sit around and yes. discuss this, it's, it's just like Aaron was talking about, you, you see that thing and you're like, no, I'm just making this up, mm-hmm. you know, no. and it's not until you can get that validation from other people that, oh yes, we've experienced, you know, something very similar or whatever that, that you realize 
okay, this is, this is stuff is real and it's really happening. And I don't have to be afraid of it. I can control it. It Mm -hmm. is within the scope of, of what I have, you know, inside of me. And, and it's not something that we need to be afraid of. So that's what we want to try to get out there with. Yeah. We are not here to skate on the surface people. (laughs) We are here to invite your stories, to share our stories. And right now I have nothing else to say, but Peace out. Peace out. out, (laughs) See you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. It's so easy to do and such a huge help for us. We appreciate your interactions so much. Want to join us at our table? Make sure to check out our YouTube channel and join our Facebook community. If you've enjoyed this content and wish to support us, take a look at our Patreon page. All information and links will be in our podcast description. Catch you next time. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.